record. <clears throat> so, I mean, honestly, I feel like it's been a minute yeah. since we last, <laughs> I mean, we talked like two weeks ago, but yeah, yeah. it's been a, an eventful two weeks for me. I don't know about you, <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I would say the same. Yeah. Definitely some stuff going on. Um, that we can dive into a lot of like Scorpio and Venus stuff, um, you know, and just like normal Kofi stuff <laughs> that we can that we can unpack together. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what's been going on for you. Yeah, I mean, I I got back to Minneapolis uh, January eleventh, and yeah, I'm adjusting to being in my own space again. It's super cold here and a lot of snow. I know y'all got snow, but like we then had snow, (laughs) so it's like piling on. Yeah, we we got two snow. Yeah, so like that's been impacting my mood and I don't know. And I also, for me, I feel like the new year hasn't started yet. Do you feel that way? No, I feel like I'm okay. (laughs) It feels like it's August, honestly. Oh, dear. Yeah. (laughs) Feels like like I've been months in. You said it feels like August. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dang. I mean, yeah. like, maybe it's just the weather, and then it gets dark at like four here. I don't, the days are just going slow. And then I had a COVID scare. So, like, this whole past week, I was inside as fuck, <laughs> like, really, really inside. And, like, I don't know, it just feels like stagnant energy you know, like just things are moving so slow and like that's January, but also I started my classes um, last week. So, and then I had to do like my capstone proposal. So I'm like, damn, shit is really getting real. Like I need to start applying for jobs. I I need to graduate, yeah. Yeah, like so so (laughs) many things are happening this year, but I just feel a little bit like slow moving. Yeah. What's been going on with you though? Have you heard anything back? No, I found out in March. Yeah, like oh, March. <laughs> yeah. So it's like mixed reviews. Like some people are like, that's so soon. And then I mean it feels like forever for me. Yeah. Like, waiting for that decision. So uh yeah. I'm like, go ahead. My bad. Is it all of them are getting back to you in March? Or just Only like- March in one place. Yeah. That's strange to me. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like no, I got right? notifications in like late January, February. Um, but I don't know. Well, I feel like they started their process late. Oh, okay. Yeah, they opened them up in like early September and then they closed them for like a couple months. Oh. So I I, my deadline wasn't until January 7th. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> All that shit was stressful, like trying to write the writing sample and like the personal statement and like all of it. It's just like, I hadn't done that in so long. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm choosing to live my life like I got it already. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
We'll see. That's good. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Let's, I, I got answers. I got answers. Um, how nothing's off limits. So how's your Scorpio movement lately? Like, what's what's going on? No, don't. I, I need to, come on, let's go. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. I, I am gonna have to edit some of this. Nah. But but. <laughs> I can go first if it makes you feel better. Yeah, you go first. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like I'm starting to become like, I don't know if it's afraid or just conscious of the fact that a lot of people don't approach love or love the way maybe you and I do. You know what I mean? Talk about it. And I'm like, I'm like, if I... If I want to be in a relationship with somebody, whether it's a friend, whether it's a like romantic sexual partner, or whatever, I want to love on you. Like I don't want to be like in this era of like, all right, I'm gonna sway, boom, 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 whatever. Like I want to make it special. Like I want to. I'm I'm gonna think about all the ways I can surprise you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come home with some shit you weren't expecting. Right. I'm trying to make up. I got all these date ideas in my head. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to constantly like make it so that you feel like the person who you are. You know what I mean? I right. want you, and it's not just about like gift giving. It's also like I mean, gift giving can be a lot more than just like physical objects too. Yeah. But I feel like I want you to know that I I see you. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think that that feels so abnormal to a lot of people. Yeah. Or scary to a lot of people where they're like, whoa, I don't know if I can match that. I've never had that. I don't want to have to match that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to feel the love without going all the way in. And they want to, yo, I, yeah. So it's it's, it's a problem. It's an epidemic. (laughs) <laughs> that's the real pandemic people can't receive love mm-hmm. that's the real <laughs> mm-hmm. listen i don't know i don't know that's a good that's a that's a really yeah. good point and then yeah it goes back to what you're saying about like yeah even in friendships people can't accept love and don't know how to like give it and i mean that's so many things that's that's white supremacy that's capitalism that's all the things that are ingrained within us and have been unfortunately normalized. So when people like genuinely <laughs> extend care, it's like, what? Why are you doing that? That's so weird. <laughs> like, and it's like, no, bitch, this is how I am in the world. Like, I got love for people, you know? Like, I don't know. I feel like everything is so, we're so used to like what we're against, but what are we for, you know? what do what do we have love for the world that we want to build do we have love for people who we want in the future who we want to survive do we genuinely love them you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. people don't consider that like as as like praxis you know yeah yeah (laughs) I mean and that's such a uh, a much larger conversation about like yeah like the politics of care and and Mm -hmm. 
abolition, you know, right. like how, how, yes, we want to dismantle these, these systems, but are we going to build? What are we, what are we building with each other? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I, like, I mean, oh man, like, orgs whether it's orgs or person to person or like whatever it's like yes our framework is we want to get rid of these systems but like if somebody goes missing for a couple weeks and don't show up to meetings is anybody from the group gonna like hit them up (laughs) and be like do you need a meal train are you good boom 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 like that's not happening i mean it happens sure it happens but it's not normalized Right. And it feels like it's like it's it's yeah, it feels like a challenge for a lot of situations. So I'm just like mm-hmm. can we even like actually actually like care for one another, you know? Yeah. Actually be real with each other. And I don't think it's just us. I think it's like you said, it's like so much of like it is capitalism, it is, you know, trauma, it is right like all these things that make us feel like we have to protect ourselves in certain ways or just make us tired so right. that we don't have to put forth energy. Um, yeah. But at the same time, that's not, you know, that's not gonna like materialize care. We still yeah. have to like find some way to like provide it for ourselves and for each other, so. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I was talking to a friend about like how I feel like uh, you know, Twitter's a hellhole, but <laughs> it shouldn't be like emblematic of, you know, the world or anything. But I do think there is like a, unfortunately, there's kind of been like a collapsing of like discussions of care to be like corny. I feel like when I feel like some people read discussions about like love and how we need to care in like political movements as just like, you know, coded neoliberal bullshit, which like, yeah, that happens, but like not all of it is that, you know what I'm saying? Uh It's important to have like discernment about like, yeah, there are ways that care has been co-opted of course and commodified Mm -hmm. and also is real and exists. (laughs) <laughs> and we need it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You hit the ground running. Uh, <laughs> you hit the ground running. <laughs> you did actually. You were like, "I'm ready. Let's go!" Boom, boom, yeah. boom. <laughs> I, I was snow days. Listen, I got... <laughs> it's like boom, boom, boom. It's in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. So like. What do you think we need, like, if we were to break down a couple, like, essential things, what do you think we need to be moving toward to care for each other? Mm. Like, what should we be practicing? I've been thinking about this so much, especially being in graduate school. Mm -hmm. And there have been, (laughs) yeah, I'm about to graduate, oddly enough, and there have been many moments throughout this program where I have had to make, I guess, interventions with professors, with people in my cohort and say like, 
I'm a black woman at a PWI. You brought me here. I'm in community with y'all to a certain extent. You need to like really get it together. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> that was especially, I mean, that happened um, a lot last April after the murder of Dante Wright uh, in Brooklyn Center, which is like 20 minutes north of me. Um, and yeah, it's just like, I think there was a couple of days where following his murder, there was nothing from my program, like no email, like nothing, just, you know, carrying on as normal. And then I sent an email and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all need to do better, cancel class. Mm. I'm not well mentally, mm. like, you need to do something because you brought me here. You literally brought me here to this place. So <laughs> yeah, and I'm not okay. So you are responsible for caring for me when you brought me here and I'm not doing okay. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like, yeah, so like I'm saying, I've been thinking so deeply about, yeah, what do, what are the steps? Like what are, what needs to shift? And so much of it, like, is like people's mindsets, you know, <laughs> like the just the way that they view being in community with one another, um, and just seeing yourself in community with other people. Like, if you are in an academic setting, like, yeah, we are in community together. We're learning together. We're sharing ideas together. Like, you know, um, and as a result of which you need to stop thinking of yourself as an individual in this space. Like, it's not just all about you and how you're doing. And that's like, again, capitalism and competitiveness and just like not even conceiving of the idea, like what does this person who I see, who I spend a lot of my time with need? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, but also, I'm also trying to balance that that has the times we're living in now with the pandemic, like people are depleted as fuck. Mm -hmm. And how, how do we still like extend care when everybody's depleted as fuck? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's hard, but I do think it's still necessary because if everybody's depleted, how can we like help each other be less depleted, you know? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I feel like in the most like marginalized spaces that happen that's like naturally occurring you know like like I wrote about in my piece on um yeah uh like black women in care work like mm -hmm. just so naturally the networks within black families of like yeah my grandma's gonna watch everybody's kids <laughs> while everybody's at work because like, yeah. that's just duh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's ways what? that like, it's, go ahead. No, 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 I, I was just thinking like, that's something that I've been reflecting on too. Like, I think growing up and, you know, being from, <laughs> my family and, and it exists in the way that it did um 
you know, there's a lot of like, yeah, like my grandma is going to come pick me up from school and I'm going to stay with her yeah. uh, versus like going to daycare because she's there, you know what I mean? And she's going to cook a meal for, for me or for my cousins. And, um, you know, my mom is going to watch all my cousins during the summer. You know, there's like that intentionality around like, uh, for the longest time, I thought like black folks were the only ones who did family reunions, right? But I think we just do it the best. But that's <laughs> like I don't know. But I, I, I think there's so much at play that has like removed that from from like the network of care that existed. Because I think about when I talk to people, I'm like, do you have a relationship with your cousin? Like. Do y'all really hang out? Like I used to hang out. My first friends were my cousins. You know what I mean? Like all every weekend. Mm -hmm. And that lasted until we were like teenagers. And now I think like, how often do I hit my cousins up? You know, Mm -hmm. how how well do we know each other? And so I guess I'm trying to get at like those networks were there, but how do we see them being maintained? Or, or like, yeah, how do we see them being maintained? Because I think, like, there's, like, generationally, I feel like there's so much encouragement to move away from that. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much of, like, all right, Thanksgiving was the whole family, and now it's, like, y'all going to stay with y'all family. We're going to have Thanksgiving at home. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's, it's changing, it's shifting. I don't know, so. Yeah, well, I wonder, I mean, again, like, I'm sure that that was happening before the pandemic, but I feel like oh, yeah, yeah, pandemic yeah. is like still like yeah. reifying that separation. But also like, I, I feel you what you said about like, um, you know, your cousins being your first friends. I was the same yeah. way and, um, yeah, I'm I'm also relating this conversation back to like the conversation we had about like kids and how you mentioned your students just being mm-hmm. so openly caring for you and considerate mm-hmm. of each other. So mm-hmm. I also think that maybe part of that is like, and then yeah, the attentiveness in which even family members give to children especially in black families and then as you get grown you know you're kind of like on your own and then if you fuck up then everybody's gonna like check on you or check you but otherwise you know nobody's really like checking in and I just think a part of that is like as we age we're like trained to like detach from our emotions because Mm -hmm. we need to perform for capitalism like every single day as if we're fine Mm -hmm. but like kids don't and they get to be fully in touch with their emotions and perhaps as a result of which can read other people's emotions better Mm. (laughs) because they're so connected with their own emotional self Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. because I'm thinking about that I mean in my piece that I wrote about like black women in care work you know yeah that's one of the the critiques I was making is that like neoliberalism has both like reified and celebrated like strong black woman narratives so like there's the black woman matriarch who can do it all and 
that's like so like black women save the world and all this other stuff but it's like yeah so so that happens in who saves black women Mm-hmm. like who cares like who checks in especially yeah like once you reach a certain age like my older sister it's just like yeah you you have to take care of your brother and sister like you're the oldest like you need to do you have to like perform your duties so then it's like yeah once you reach a certain point nobody's checking for you really because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be good because yeah. you're old enough yeah. <laughs> So what being good at a certain age just means learning how to suppress your emotions in order to perform your daily duties and tasks, you know, Mm -hmm. and then we just assume everybody's good as long as they're functioning, but nobody's really checking in with one another. Mm. And that's definitely playing out in the pandemic. Like I've said this probably a lot of times on this podcast, but I'm just thinking about like, yeah, being a graduate student during the pandemic. And, you know, my first year was in 2020. And the whole first, my whole first year was completely on Zoom. And the switch up was so crazy. Like, Mm. it still blows my mind. Because yeah, there was all of this conversation, you know, all of these emails about like, we know this is a very challenging time for students, please let us know what you need blah, 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 like all these support networks. We have puppies that you can pet, you know, like, (laughs) and then once we transitioned to in-person last fall, it was like, you better perform. Things Mm -hmm. are back to normal, but you better get your shit done on time. Like you better do X, Y, and Z, even though everything isn't normal, you better perform as if it is, because Mm -hmm. now this is where we're at. We're switching it up. We don't give a fuck about how you're doing emotionally, perform and show up and pay us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's really, and I, I, you know, I don't think that's limited to academia. Um, I definitely think like workplaces, all types of workplaces are doing the same song and dance of like, oh, we're sorry that the world is like in shambles, but you better show up. <laughs> Because capitalism needs us to show up and perform. Yeah, yeah. And then we naturalize everybody being not okay and functioning (laughs) until they can't. (laughs) And then we blame them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like, you just got to go harder. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's... um, that's something, you know, I, I mentioned last time we talked, but something I felt really down on myself about last year is that like, I wasn't as creative as I wanted to be. I didn't write as much as I wanted to, I didn't make music as much as I wanted to, all the things. And like, I've internalized that. And it's like, oh, if I don't put out like work consistently, then I look lazy. Um, and it's like, bitch, you were going through like, a mental breakdown (laughs) and I couldn't even like I couldn't even turn that off on in my own brain of like perceiving myself you know it I mean I finally have but it took a while for me to like own that that was okay that I took a year to like prioritize my mental health that's just wild to me like (laughs) yeah yeah it is. I mean, the, yeah, I feel like the ways 
Oh man, I mean, we talk about capitalism, right? But like the ways that it truly is ingrained in everything, like everything is, I mean, I have the same feeling of like, all right, I'm gonna take this weekend to just lay around. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely nothing. But I think then you start to get in your head about like, not even if I'm like going to work or anything like that, but like you said, creatively, like, have I written anything? What's the last time I wrote a poem? You know, mm-hmm. am I like putting shit out to make myself a worthwhile person? Right. Um, and not like the knee-jerk response is not like I'm already a worthwhile person. Just right. I'm here, right? Like just because mm-hmm. I exist, it's like, no, I gotta do stuff to make me interesting. Yeah. Like yes. And that that is like, yeah, that's just capitalist labor at play. Yeah. It's like we have to produce production yeah. all the time. Yeah. And we can't just chill. And yeah. I think like when you were like how can we actually extend care when we're all tapped out? Mm-hmm. I think there's multiple, for me, I feel like there's multiple like conceptualizations of care. Mm-hmm. And I think there's like active care, maybe, mm-hmm. whatever, we can go back and fix the terms later, right? Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but like, there's the active care of like, maybe I send you a text and checking on you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I send you a, a care box, whatever. And then there's the like, we're all tapped out, but like, I can extend the care if you haven't texted me in two months, but when you reach back out, I have the grace to be like, oh, what's up? Right. Are you okay? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be like, and like, sure, there's a lot of nuance to that, you know, yeah. depending on the relationship, but I think like, there's a way that we can offer care even when we're tapped out where it looks like just admitting to each other that we're all fucking tired you know yeah that we're all tired and like living so radically or like honestly to the point where we can like wear that on our shoulders and like and like that's you know what I mean like the care that you offer a person just by like understanding and Mm -hmm. like things that are like like I've been reading this book um which I'm going to like read in the group with Evan and some other folks, but it's about Shabbat. Mm-hmm. And so what's really cool is whether you're religious or not, it actually makes a lot of like anti-capitalist arguments where we have this like praise of things. And it talks about like the thingification of everything, like whether it's religious or secular, we have to like praise symbols, like physical symbols. We have to praise Um, the church we have to praise the flag we have to and so Shabbat is really special because it's one of the last like pieces of like time you know Mm -hmm. like time is the thing that's like immaterial that we don't have any like tactile control over and that that kind of like refuge is what's going to save us right and so like I think there are other things that are immaterial that aren't just time like just being like like what can we offer that's not a commodity you know what i mean Mm, like do i have to actually offer you something that you can hold on to or can i offer you grace Mm. or can i offer you like understanding you know what i mean these things (sighs) 
you know, they, they, they do take something because we have to be in a place where our needs are met to offer them, sure. But, you know, it doesn't cost us money. It doesn't like, you know what I mean? I don't have to actually take something out of my pocket and give it to you, but it's impactful. You know what I mean? I know when I have nothing to give, when I can't give you a text message or a call, or I can't be bothered to show up physically to have somebody be like, it's all good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have somebody who just like actually listens to me, you know what I mean? And like, whatever, that, that hits hard. You know what I mean? And I think like, we can we can give that, and I think that that can like carry us so far. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm like also trying to come back because I think capitalism works on me in a way where it's like, how can I look in the deficits, or like how can I see the downfalls or the pitfalls of everything? And I don't want to be. It's not like an approach of being like naive of like, oh, but there's great things happening everywhere. It's but it's like I that is also like optimism. I think you even talked about like mm-hmm. we need those things, you know what I mean? Right. Like we can't believe that we're being radical by hating everything. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. like yeah. you know being depressed as fuck and like whatever. It's like yeah. I need I need to know that the academy sucks. And I also have to actively train myself to be able to see where, where like moments of like opportunity, opportunity exists, you right. know, and like moments of like escape exists right. and freedom because they do exist in those moments. And like, it's not only for like the future, but it's also for my mental health, you know, right. like I, gotta, I gotta see it, you know? Exactly. So, and yeah. that, that. That's also an act of care. Like, I gotta see it. You know, because that's yeah. a choice. Yeah. That's a yeah. choice. That's a choice that you have to make. Yeah. And it's like, whew, like that in itself, making that choice um, can open yourself up to extending care once you're there. Oh, I think you froze. Oh no. I'm just gonna wait a second. Okay, you unfroze. <laughs> Did you hear me? Oh, 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 it's me. Dang, I was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> 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 broke the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Zoom doesn't want us talking about care. <laughs> No, but yeah, I was just saying that's a choice. Um, Once you make that choice, I feel like that opens yourself up to extending care in that space. If you like approach it from like, I don't hate this. I know what the harms that it can create, but for me to exist and to be in this community and be a part of it, I have to like see what it can offer and like be honest about that and then be honest about what I can offer to it and to the people I'm in proximity to, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think that's been a journey for me. (laughs) I think that I'm there, like, but it took me a minute to get there. Yeah, yeah, like for a minute I was like, 
because when I was in college I saw a lot of cool shit where people were like you know whether they offered free tutoring mm-hmm. or like people just are like you know we're holding study sessions like come hang out with us yeah um, like shit like that that I I didn't register as like what I register it for now mm-hmm. um is there anything like that that you see? Maybe it doesn't exist, but you, you could see it existing. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's been some very important mm-hmm. like actions that have happened on campus. Um, mm-hmm. There was one like last year at the beginning of last year that was like calling out um, sexual abuse and like uh frats on campus and they like did like a an action um at across the street from some of the frat houses and then there was a free palestine noise demo that made me really happy and um yeah like yeah there have definitely been moments and then i i adore my cohort and i really think it's special the ways that we've grown to show up for each other and I'm, I'm very it's sometimes I just randomly think about it and it just makes me happy and I feel like those are people like lifelong friends that I've made and we went through a very <laughs> very 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 particular experience together and I just feel so much gratitude for them and even like I mean there's like little things um <clears throat> like I'm gonna have a a zoom call next week with somebody in my cohort because they want me to like they want to practice their capstone with me like their capstone presentation with me and like that just meant a lot that like they want to yeah. like yeah. want me <laughs> to like yeah, yeah, yeah. Feedback. and then that you know you know that brings me to another point in this chair discussion that I think is also crucially important that I'm learning to hold up. But it's like, oh, this is, I'm so excited to talk about this. Oh, <laughs> it's, um, you know, I think a part of it is like 
seeing yourself as like a vessel and like having honest and true respect for yourself and what you can give, what you can offer to a space, to a, to any place that you enter, you know, like, and being honest about that. Cause I, I struggle with that. I have struggled with that and just like writing myself off and thinking like, oh, I'm not at a level where people want to hear me. I'm not at a level where people would value what I have to say because I I haven't done X, Y, and Z. And then it's like a part of this, a part of what has shifted my mindset was going home over break. Uh-huh. And I got to talk to some of my cousins because I have, I have a big ass family for anybody who yes. does not know. I have a <laughs> huge ass family. You could not fit us all in a room um, or even a house. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, my dad is Peruvian. I have a lot of family in Peru. I tell people I'm like related to like basically half the country. Of Peru. Uh, <laughs> I have so many cousins over there. And I got to talk to some of them um, for the first time in a while. And like, I have a lot of younger cousins too. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I have a lot of cousins my age and older that I like grew up with and we're friends and so close. And I love them and adore them. And then, yeah, I have a lot of younger cousins. And they just, they expressed like appreciation to, of me and Mm -hmm. like seeing like, yeah, you're in grad school. Like you're, you're doing all, everything you said that you were going to do. Like, we're so amazed by you. And it made me so emotional. And it's like, yo, like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't carry that on a daily basis. So I don't think of myself as like, oh, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm just doing my daily shit. I'm not yeah. doing it. You know what I'm saying? But to have somebody, to have my family, to have like my yeah. my youngins, <laughs> like yeah. my, my little ones. My my little ones. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I need to like carry myself, yeah. you know, differently. Yeah. Because they're watching me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're watching and they're gaining something from me being in the world mm-hmm. and that's big that's making me emotional right it's major <laughs> but it even yeah. like, it even goes back to like what we were talking about months ago about like our inner children you know yeah like yeah it's like you already are somebody to, yeah. to your younger self yeah and, like every day that you break it down and you think about like you're feeding yourself you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're dressing yourself you're you're taking care of yourself and yeah. that you already are somebody yeah 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 i don't know yeah that's so true you already are somebody yeah and like but i think that that's that's an important piece of like how can you extend care you have to see yourself as somebody first first and foremost you know what i'm saying like and capitalism beats us down and you know have all of these in labor and all of these qualifications of like validating us as a person in the world when it's like first of all we can do that on our own terms and we need to uh-huh. and secondly like yeah <laughs> once you know that you already are somebody like you just show up differently and are able to like be there for other people differently you know uh-huh. what i'm saying um yeah, so that really just like shifted my mind. I was thinking about that again yesterday. I was like cleaning my apartment. Like I said, I've been inside for like a week. <laughs> so I, it just hit me again yesterday. Like, 
and I know not even like those cousins, but I have other younger cousins in Fayetteville, like, and they started following me on Instagram recently. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they've been watching my stories and I'm like being cognizant of like, yeah, I have people like looking out to me, like on some real shit. Like, I don't, I, I guess like part of me leaning into myself is like, yeah, fear of being like conceited or whatever. Uh-huh. But it's like, no, I can, I, I can say who I am. Like, I deserve to be able to say who I am uh-huh. and own that and not feel guilt about that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I, and I, not only do I like deserve that, but I need to do that because I got people watching me. Yeah. <laughs> so I can be acting like I'm nobody. Like, yeah. if they think I'm somebody. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Do you feel that like teaching? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like I get messages like from parents who will tell me like I might think the student doesn't even give a shit about <laughs> like, you know, like how I show up in the space. And then I'll and it'll be that student's parent who will hit me up and be like, so and so like really respects you Mm -hmm. they really admire you or like um one thing that is really wild is your kids your students they really internalize how you deal with shit Mm -hmm. they and they like whether consciously or subconsciously they like put it back out into the world yeah the ways that they see me manage their conflicts is the ways that they start to try to handle it independently. Mm-hmm. So if I tell them, like, you know, their first reaction might be, Mr. Robinson, like, I wanted to help you take lunch outside and now so-and-so is doing it. And my reaction is like, well, have you tried to ask so-and-so if you can do it with them? You know what I mean? And like, I might take that as like, okay, they're just begrudgingly gonna do it, right? But yeah. then when I remove myself from the context weeks later, I see them take ownership of that. Mm. And it's like, I, to, like, yeah, I mean, it's wild. You know, yeah. it's like, it's really wild. It's like, people are watching, you know what I mean? Right. People are watching. And it's right. Like, one thing I try not to let myself forget as I like repent is like, myself is like, I'm watching. Mm. I'm teaching myself stuff. <laughs> you know, like if I if I don't honor one thing that I, I've been trying to be really deliberate about is like if I don't honor that I'm hungry right now and this is a real thing this is not just a random example if I don't honor that I'm hungry right now by eating and prioritizing feeding myself I'm teaching myself in a specific way that I'm not important that mm. my needs aren't being met you know what I mean like the amount of time and I brought this up in therapy like a year ago where I told my therapist, I was like, this is one of the ways I've taught myself that I don't matter. Mm. Is, is by going to work hungry as fuck and being like, whatever. I don't need to drink yeah. nothing. I don't need to eat nothing. Yeah. And not eating until like seven o'clock. You mm. know what I mean? And like, I'm saying my needs don't matter. I don't need to tell myself anything else. And the shift of being like, no, I feel like I'm gonna be hungry. So I'm gonna make myself lunch. Mm. And I'm gonna pack a meal and it's mm. gonna be a good one. It's gonna be one that I want. 
I'm gonna sit down and eat it. And like, I'm teaching myself something about myself, you know what I mean? That I matter, you know? Right. I like, I spend so much time, like the like amount of times that I've spent recently on vacation with Rhea's family where like, I, I don't like pack everything that I need, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, I can thug it out, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like unlearning that. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to be able to have that skill, but I don't have to live like that. I right. don't have to thug it out. You know what I mean? Right. I, can, like, I can do something different. So a lot of times my needs are like, whatever, it's on the back burner. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I've learned somewhere along the line that that's how I be in person. And then, I don't know, just like contrasting myself with them and, and, and sort of being like, they're going to speak out if they need something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're gonna ask the questions mm-hmm. and they're gonna figure mm-hmm. out what's going on because they they have somewhere along the line learn and there's like racial things to that class. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, no, my needs matter too. You know, yeah. like if I have a question or if I don't like the way this meeting's going, or if yeah. I feel like you're not loving on me in the way that I want to be loved on, like we gotta have a conversation. I gotta ask the questions. I gotta yeah. I, like it has to happen. And I think yeah. like getting to a place where you can like, like that, that's part of the journey, right? Like that's mm-hmm. part of the journey of being able to be where you can offer care to other people and like know that you are somebody who's like, you gotta like teach yourself some shit too. Okay. So um, yeah, I don't oh, know. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh word, oh word, yes. Yeah, there's definitely some racial tones to that like oh, yeah. the whole like thug it out like that's what I was like as you were saying that I was like yo that's like the diasporic like mindset is like right. thug it out, <laughs> <Check> it out. <laughs> yeah because I yeah and there's like so much childhood stuff within that for me yeah. and even like to this day like that I'm working through because like having an immigrant father and then having a mother who grew up very poor in rural Alabama like yeah yeah like there's so much like my I mean to this day and I don't blame him but like I'm I'm learning through therapy why I can't carry that from him but to this day my dad is always like if I have a problem generally his initial response is to compare it to like you know, well, I ha- well, I had to do this, and things could have been worse for you. Like, <laughs> so like that's ingrained within me to like approach any conflict that I have with like, well, things could be worse. <laughs> At least I have something. Right. Yeah. And now I'm learning like that I can't carry that because that's not good for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's good for him either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I definitely feel that. Yeah. And yeah, like reparenting yourself and learning to like say honestly, what do I need? Oh, and then that is like all of this comes down to just like facing yourself, mm-hmm. which I guess capitalism has made like the scariest, most insurmountable task. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that's why I took a whole year <laughs> to work on my mental health last year because it's a lot 
of work yeah. to face yourself yeah. honestly and say like how what has like uh shaped the way i move in the world mm -hmm. what do i want to keep about that what do i want to let go of what do i need to gain to my like self view for fulfillment mm -hmm. how i show up in the world all the things it takes a long time i'm still you know that's why i mean if anything I just learned yeah. everybody's in process all the time you know yeah, like, yeah. nobody's complete <laughs> yep. you know yeah. yeah yeah well this has been <laughs> we took a turn there yeah we did i love this episode <laughs> <laughs> I am going to promote the fuck out of this one. <laughs> I'm really proud of this one. It is a great one. It's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that we we went there. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any like closing thoughts or questions related to anything? Uh, mm, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Well, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I might say full big to you once we start recording, but uh, <laughs> um, I was gonna ask, like, how are you feeling after this? Um, yeah, what are you taking away from this conversation? From this conversation? Yeah. Um, well, I think like even like more and more, I I just feel like I don't know. I don't know. It's like these conversations continue to feel like moments of like you know we talked about like moments of escape mm -hmm. they, they, they they continue but not only do they continue they continue to like deepen yeah um, and i think i think like i feel myself feeling more safe in the conversations and more trusting like i which like is making the whole thing i don't know it, it's it's yeah, I don't have the words for it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel similarly, um, just a lot of gratitude for you and the things that you make, oh. me, the, the things that you bring up, like being in conversation. I mean, I'm just really like that, that reparenting part, I'm yeah. really gonna be thinking about and journaling about this week because I don't know. Yeah, it's like I, I've been doing a lot of like inner child work and therapy, mm -hmm. but I think I need to do more. And I think I need to like consider my path self and like who I am today and just like giving myself more credit and giving more care to myself, like genuine ass care and respect to myself. And the choices that I make, especially because, yeah, <laughs> that brought up a lot of things. <laughs> when you say that, I'm like, shit, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna be thinking about that. <laughs> and yeah, I guess we can cut it here for today, and we will we will catch y'all very soon we got some valentine's day stuff coming up. <laughs> talking more about love <laughs> uh black history month <laughs>
yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for all the all the things. Okay, bye. <laughs>